intentionally uh, because when you click on it, um, it, it says that that word essentially means that he ceased. He stopped. He was done. He completed. But we kind of see it and we think he rested. And so because God rested, that means he was tired. But God doesn't get tired. God wasn't tired. But because we see that word rest, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we equate that word rest, and then we feel like the Sabbath was made for us to do what? <laughs> for us to rest. So it says that, so he rested from all of his, his work. He ceased from all his work. And it says, and God blessed the seventh day, and he declared it holy, because it was the day that when he rested from all his work of creation. I, I want to challenge you that it's not about rest, it's about ceasing. It's not about rest, it's about ceasing. Um, if you look at the Desire of Ages, it has a quote, it says, The Sabbath was hallowed at the creation, as ordained for men. It had its origin when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Peace brooded over the world, for earth was in harmony with heaven. God saw everything that he made, and behold, it was very good. Behold, it was complete. Behold, he was finished, and he rested in the joy of his completed work. It's not about the rest. It's about ceasing. Somewhere along the way, our human nature <laughs> convinced us to believe that it's about resting. When, when the week ends and rolls around, anybody else tired? You feel tired and you feel like you just need to rest. And oh boy, Nyoka already said it, we equate rest with sleep. I mean, now, if you know me and anybody who knows me, I don't know if my mom's watching, but she's probably the biggest testament of this. I love to sleep. I love to sleep. Uh, Shelly was just calling me out earlier, talking about I didn't answer my phone when she was calling me, and then they're there, and I'm ignoring her. That's probably because it's like 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, Shelly, and I know you do not want nothing, and I'm asleep, okay? <laughs> I'm asleep. I love to sleep. There's nothing wrong with a good, a good rest, and there's nothing wrong with somebody said a good nap. Some good sleep on Sundays growing up. I would sleep till 12 p.m. Don't touch me. I can sleep. Like, I know everybody can't do that, and I'm so sorry for the people that can't. I feel really bad for you, people that wake up. But my mother knew that, you know, we didn't have cell phones then, and she knew that if my friend called me, Brianna, she would call me every Sunday at about, like, 10. And she, my mom would say, you know she's asleep. Why are you calling me? And I love her to this day for the fact that she did not wake me up. That's, that's, that's the mother's love right there. My mom appreciates that. Um, and so it's nothing wrong with, with sleep, but sleep isn't the Sabbath rest that you're craving. Sleep isn't the Sabbath nap. Now, we all know about that, <laughs> that you're craving. Because I like to sleep, I'm a, a firsthand witness, and I know that when you get a whole lot of sleep, Sometimes it can do more damage than if you got, 
I, I wasn't sure if you guys were going to cite me on that, so I had I found a little quote from Harvard Medical School because I was talking to a friend. They're like, that's not true. But it really is true. Um, it says, although most of us need about eight hours a night to feel refreshed during the day, what counts as sufficient sleep is highly individual. Like, it depends per, per person. It makes sense that getting less sleep than you might than you need might leave you feeling tired. But you may be surprised to learn that getting more sleep than you need may not leave you refreshed and energized. In fact, many people find that on days when they hit the snooze button more times than usual, some of y'all know about that, they feel more lethargic and unmotivated. Research bears out the connection between too much sleep and too little energy. It appears that any significant deviation from normal sleep patterns can upset the body's rhythms and increase daytime fatigue. The best solution is to figure out how many hours of sleep are right for you and then stick with it on weekends, vacations, and holidays. I want to challenge you that the rest that you're looking for <laughs> when the Sabbath rolls around is not enough. It's not enough. Because you can take a nap, and you go wake up, and you're going to feel like you took a nap, but you don't feel better. You don't feel better. You just feel like you took a nap. The Sabbath is about peace. God, he ceased, and when he, when he ceased, he was able to reflect on what just happened. But he wasn't stressing over what just happened. There's something about allowing yourself to enter into a place of peace. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 5, it says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Uh, I don't feel like we have allowed the Sabbath to do that for us. We're not experiencing peace. We're not ceasing. We're just, quote, unquote, trying to say we're resting. You're not coming here able to push pause and cease on everything else that you got going on in your life. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, all right, I'm going to cease on the fact that I don't like my job, on the fact that I got stuff going on with the kids and, 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 and I, I, I need money and all the different things that you individually are going through. We're supposed to be able to create a space where we stop and block that out. However, we don't do that. I guess I can't say that you don't do that because maybe you do. But I'll say this. For me, I don't think I've been using and recognizing and living the Sabbath as it should be. I wasn't going to go here, but I'm here now. I feel like there's a, 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 pe a pendulum, 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 that, that, that we flip. I feel like there's some of us who are on, on one side who are so stressed about how we're keeping the Sabbath that you're not entering into cease, peace, rest, nothing. You're just tiptoeing, trying to not mess up. And then you have some of our younger generation, at, such as myself and such as probably a lot of the people that are watching online. I'm talking to you such as myself, who grew up in a space where you, 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 you grew up keeping the Sabbath and, and because you were, you know, in church all day and doing the different things that you were doing, uh, that, you, that you swung all the way 
left, <laughs> all the way on the other side, and you stopped caring. And you felt like the Sabbath didn't have much of a meaning. You felt like, I can just do what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be on my phone, and I'm just going to, you know, do whatever feels good to me. And that's okay. And God, I feel like when he created it, he created it knowing who we are, knowing what we need, knowing that you were going to need a day that could be completely your self-care day. But let me tell you where, where we get mixed up. Because we don't practice self-care on a daily basis, by the time the Sabbath rolls around, we just want to, I need to sleep. And it's turned into a, I'm tired, I need to sleep day. Instead of a, I had a week, you know, but I took some time each day to spend some time with God. I took some time, um, you know, uh, for myself throughout the week. I took some time to, to make sure I was doing what I need to do during the week. And so that when the Sabbath rolls around, you're saying, all right, God, let's go. Now you're going to fill me up in a way that I need to continue for the rest of the week. You're going to give me uh, uh, um, something more. You're going to allow me to cease. You're going to allow me to turn off all this stuff that's been going on in my head all week. You're going to give me this day that I'm able to focus on you, that I'm able to focus on, on sharing and caring and being kind to others. And it's not a burden for me because I took care of myself all week, and I'm making sure that the Sabbath, for one, is not only just about serving, because see, some of us, that's where we're getting mixed up. Because I, I, I want to go here, too, because I feel like some of us, um, yes, we want to serve. And, yes, Jesus healed on the Sabbath. And Jesus did things on the Sabbath. And, yes, you want to give of yourself. But we just talked about that. You can't pour something out that you don't have. It's also a time for us to get in communion with God. It's also a time for us to make sure we're hearing from God. A time for us and a space for us to connect with God. It's not only about you, it is about others. Uh, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 11, it says, The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. I love that scripture um, because a lot of times we feel like we'll be refreshed from taking a nap. And what God is saying is, listen, you're going to be refreshed when you stop thinking about yourself and you're able to think about somebody else. Has anybody ever experienced that? I mean, we were having um, grace nights last weekend, was that last weekend? And, you know, we were praying that God would have his way and that God would, um, you know, do what he wanted to do. And um, we were at the Omni building. And at the Omni building, the door is locked at a certain time. And so I was downstairs just to open the door for people that were coming in. And in the process of just trying to open the door, I met a young man downstairs who I was able to have a conversation with. And that was right after we had just prayed that we would all get what we needed that night. And, you know, because I already told you guys that that's what I needed that night. The conversation that I had with the young man, which essentially 
but just it ended up talking about Jesus, which I wasn't even trying to do, but he heard them call me pastor, so then he started talking about God. And it pushed me into a place to have a conversation with him. And that conversation left me feeling refreshed because I was able to pour into somebody else. I'm sure you may have a, a, a similar situation or it might not be that similar, but the fact is when we serve others, we somehow in turn become refreshed as well. Y'all believe that? I don't know if y'all hear me, but yeah. <laughs> it's not only about trying to create a selfish space for yourself, for it to be your day. It really is about learning how you can connect with God. And so I want to challenge you to figure out how you can connect with God. Like, how do you connect with God? It's a rhetorical question, but I want you to begin thinking about it now because I feel like we all have different ways that we can connect with God. And here goes the challenge. Uh, I kind of feel like, and I could be wrong, but I just want to throw this at you. I feel like many of us come here and we come to service, but we don't connect with God. Here goes the whole main point of what I'm saying. That I feel like the Sabbath that we have decided to keep and we say we believe that God gave us this day, we come here and we go through motions and we say hi to people, we give hugs, we listen to the praise team sing. Some of us sing, some of us may not. But I think it's hard. I'm not even beating you up. Let me, because I feel like y'all looking like I'm beating you up. I'm not beating you up. And let me tell you how much I'm not beating you up. I was telling the praise team earlier that I feel this way. Let me flip it because you're already giving me faces. I feel like I come here. And it's hard to be in a space where I feel connected to God rather than just that I am doing something that I've always done, doing something that I feel is right, doing something that's repetition, doing something that's become a habit. And I, the reason, after really looking at the scripture just from Genesis' perspective, the reason I feel like it's hard for me, talking about me, not talking about you, to come here and to be able to enter into a space with God is because I've been looking at the Sabbath as my day to rest versus a day to cease, and I'm not able to actually turn off everything else. So the praise team is singing, and they're saying, you know, Let's worship God, and they're saying God's been good. And I'm saying God's been good, but I'm also thinking about the fact that I have a meeting that I have to go to, and I'm thinking about the fact that I forgot to do something else, and I'm thinking about the fact that I'm still going to have to go here, and there needs to be a flight. You know what I'm saying? And because you're not really able to stop and, and disconnect 
from all the stuff that you're going through, you're not able to really experience the joy of the Sabbath. It's not a sorrowful thing. It's really, it's not. And I feel like we've been raised, for those of you who were raised in this, so just real pause because I'm talking to a, a, a wide group audience, but some of you were raised in it, and, and because of how you've just been tainted, it, it's just, it, it's not a joyous thing. It's become more of a burden. And I think growing up, just still using myself, you know, you go from, man, I can't go do anything. And being mad about that to, oh, I have a job now, so yay, I, I get to pause from work. But let me tell you, even the pause from work is not going to give you the satisfaction, the joy, and the fulfillment that you actually will get when you actually cease and give God his glory. It's not just about not being here. And it's not just about saying I went to church. So to my online, I'm not coming at y'all either, but I, I get some people like, you're tired, and so you, you know, you're saying, I'm not going to church today. So we've all, we've all been there. You're watching today, but we've all been there where we're watching. And we're just like, I'm not going to go today because I'm tired. But it's, it's possible to either still be here, to be at home, to be in your bed, to be wherever you are, and still miss out on the peace and the joy that, that you could receive from Sabbath. Simply because we've made it about a day where we don't work and a day where it's about us to make sure we get our sleep because we're tired. And God knew we were going to be tired when we get to bed, right? And for somebody who's hearing this who, 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 who didn't grow up in this thing, and, and, and I want to just present it to you right. I want to make sure you get it. That it's, it's, it's not about that. It is about the joy <laughs> that you get to cease everything else that's been going on and God knew you so well that he knew you were going to need this day. He knew you were going to need this day. Not a hashtag. A hashtag didn't create it. (laughs) It was not somebody who was just tired who created after God created the world and created you. He knew you were going to need it. And he knew and he gave it to you even before you did anything. You realize that? That he created Adam on the sixth day, and then on the seventh day, it was, okay, let's, 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 let's go into this commune together. Let's go into this rest. He didn't even give him a time to get tired. He knew you so well, and he loved you so much. So right now, I want to challenge you. I'm going to invite our praise team to, to go ahead and come. I want to challenge you to cease your brain. Cease your brain. I, I, I want to... I want us all to experience this this rest in the new light that that God has presented to us. I I love your word. You're helping me preach. You said the focus, being able to focus and not focus on all the different things that are going on in your head. Even as I've been talking, so many different things have been going on in your head. I know it because I'm talking and still so many things are going on in my head as I'm talking to you. It's literally, it's, it's, it's hard to focus. And so I'm just going to say a prayer 
wanted to go into working. I don't want to push you into any particular anything. I want you, as they're singing, I'll encourage you to sing. I want to encourage you to engage. I want to encourage you to talk to God. But I want to encourage you to figure out how to seek your mind. Give it just, just give, give God just a, just a few moments of undivided attention. And that might look like you sitting there with your arms folded and you thinking about how good God's been to you. And I'm fine with that. You should have received a, a, a sticky note. And I just want you to just, just hold on to that. But while we're in this moment of worship, my question for you is how do you connect with God? It can't just be that I come to Grace at 1230. How do you connect with God? I want you to think about in the past how you've connected with God or how you think you would connect with God best. I'll give you an example. For me, I connect with God the most and the best I have found through writing. Two challenges I want you to cease your brain. Okay, cool. That's all I got. Cease your brain. We're going to go into worship. And that looks like whatever you need it to be right now.
worship you, Lord. Oh, we worship Come on and say, oh, 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 we, oh, we oh, oh, we Say right here, say how great, yeah.
Come on, say how great, how great, great is our God. Sing with me, sing with me. How great is our God. So always sing, always sing. Come on, I want you to lift up your voice and sing it. How crazy. Sing with me, yeah. Yeah. Bible say, yeah. Let the world hear you. And our God. Come on, lift up one and say, How great.
is your moment to be free. This is your moment to be free. Whatever might be holding you back, be free in Jesus' name. Scripture says he'll give you peace when you keep your mind stayed on him. If you're searching for peace, Jesus is the answer. If you're searching for freedom, Jesus is the answer. If you need deliverance, Jesus is the answer.
Season. Can you sing that one for us? I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord, right now. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. Hallelujah. We lift our hands. We bow our knees and worship at your throne, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. Come on, Crystal. Sing, I need you, Lord, yeah. allow this moment to be what we came here for. We need God right now. And so I want to just press you one more time to focus on him. There are pillows down here if you want to come down and pray at the altar. 
I want to invite some of our elders to come down. If people want to come down and begin to pray, if you want to pray with your neighbor, there's pens and paper if you want to write. I just want us just to really seek God in this moment. We need God. And I want us to get him before we leave. And the thing is, he wants to be there for you. So somebody came here and you need something from God. And now is the moment I want us to bring it before him. Now is not the time to be shy or, or, or timid, but now is the time to come boldly to God and say, God, I need you. And I need you for this thing. And so right now, we just want to pray over that thing that you need. So I want right now just to be a time of prayer. We're going to continue to sing softly, but I want you just to begin to pray. Pray where you are. Pray at the altar. Write it down. Whatever it may be, whatever you need to do, have your moment with God. And don't let the enemy fight you. Don't let him distract you. Say God.
want to go just into a moment of prayer. I want to invite anybody who is saying, I hear what you're saying, and I, I realize that I, I struggle with being able to cease. Even in the moment that we just had, it was hard. And I'm talking about for me, it was hard for me to be able to push through and just focus on what God wanted to say. It was, it was hard for me not to think about everything else that was going on around me. But somebody might be here who might want to say, listen, I get it. And I realize that I want to start living the joy that the Sabbath has to offer. And I want to invite you down right now as, as we pray just to say, listen, God, I want to experience the joy that comes along with ceasing. If that's your prayer, we want to invite you to come right now. We want to invite you to join us. We're going to have just a word of prayer. And what I want to do, I want us to pray over the things that, that, that we've brought to God, the things that we've come and we've told God that we need him for. Uh, we're going to pray over that. There might be somebody here who in the time of being able to spend talking to God, God might have told you, I want you. God might have told you, I need you. God might have told you, you need to give your life to me. And so if that's you right now, I want to invite you just to come down. I want to invite you to come down as well, God. We want to pray with you. If you feel like God is telling you, listen, you need to make a decision for me today, I want you to come down. You might not know exactly what that decision is. He might be saying you need to be baptized. He might be saying you need to inquire about more information about who I am. And, and, and so you can get to know who God is. I want to invite you down right now. We want to pray with you. And I want to encourage you not to fight the voice of God. That is literally the worst thing that you can do is to fight and to tell God no. The best thing that you could ever do is to listen to what he's asking you to do. And so if you feel like God is telling you you need to move, we want to encourage you just to come down now. And then again, if you just want to say, I received this, this word, I received this message, we're going to invite you just to come down. We're going to pray one final prayer. We're going to sing. I need you, Lord, one more time all together. I'm going to close us out. God, we thank you so much just for being a God who thought enough to create us. 
God, as we look at the creation story and we realize that on the seventh day you ended and you created this Sabbath to give us rest and to give us communion with you and to allow us to cease from all the things that we've been through throughout the week. God, we say thank you for even uh, uh, creating us to be able to enjoy the Sabbath. God, right now, I just want to pray that whatever is on each person's heart, God, that you would touch that void. God, we're here, we've come to the front, God, and we've cried out to you. And God, I'm praying that you would touch these situations. God, that you would heal our hurt. God, that you would walk through each situation that we're going through. God, right now, I'm praying for Sierra. God, right now, Sierra is telling me to tell you that he loves you. He has not forgotten you. He's with you. He's going to continue to walk with you. He's going to hold your hand through this. He's asking you to believe in him. He's asking you to trust him. He knows it hurts. And he's saying, trust me, Sierra. God, I don't know everyone's situation. But God, I'm asking that we might leave here in a place of knowing that you've heard our cry. God, I thank you for this ceasing moment that you allowed us to experience. I ask that you would allow us to take that experience with us as we leave here, God, and that we might experience it, it, it for each Sabbath to come, God, that the Sabbath might be a joyous time for us, God, that we might be able to be in communion with you. And God, as I close, I ask that you would allow each person to identify what thing allows them to feel closest to you. God, help them to identify that thing and God to do more of that thing. In your precious name we do pray. the deacons and deaconess are getting prepared to collect the mornings, the afternoons, tithes, and the offerings. I just want to remind us that um, it's about ministry. It's so easy to get negative when we think about money. 
think about what we don't have. If you just think about your own personal finances, it's real easy to be negative about what we don't have. Um, but I just want to take a moment and focus on what we do have and what we are doing. Um, and it's great to be able to be in a space um, to be able to do this and to be able to share with people what we know. Amen? Um, to be able to create spaces where we can share God's love, where we can share who Jesus is. And I'm just excited to be a part of a church um, that's doing that, part of a church that's able to just come into a community and and, and, and have things for the kids. And um, I'm excited about the fact that we have that opportunity. So we want to encourage you to continue um, to give um, faithfully for those things so we can continue to do those things. Uh, we want to remind you, um, if you need an envelope, you can raise your hand. Um, we can give via Cash App. We can give via the website, readysetgrace.com. Um, for those who are watching, you can give um, right there on Facebook. If you just click the donate, you'll be able to give there. Um, I'm going to have a prayer. Father God, we thank you so much just for the ministry. Um, that you are allowing our church to do and allowing us to do personally. God, right now, I'm asking that you would touch our hearts. God, that we, we might continue to be faithful um, with what you've given us. God, that we might give back to you faithfully um, and give back to you even more. God, you give it to us in abundance. God, we want to get to the point where we give to you in abundance. God, where we're able to give knowing that you're going to give back to us, knowing that you're going to trust us, knowing that you're going to take care of us. So God, I ask that you would be with the funds that are collected. Um, God, that you would bless them in your precious name. We do pray. Amen. As they're picking up uh, the offering, I do want to um, share. I know you've got a sticky note. You're probably wondering uh, why or what's about. Um, I did want you, I know I asked that you would think about what way you experience God best. And I wanted you to write it down on the sticky note. I still want you to do that. Um, write it down on the sticky note. And I want you to take it with you. Um, put it somewhere so that you might just remind yourself, um, specifically on the Sabbath. I want to encourage you to to do that thing. Um, I know I shared with you all that writing is something that I do that helps me to connect with God. Uh, but ironically, I never really take time to write on the Sabbath. Um, and so what I want to do is I'm challenging myself to, to do that more on Sabbath and to push myself to um, connect to God in that way. So I just want to encourage you, whatever it may be, pray about it, write it down, put it somewhere where it can be a reminder to you that you need to do that thing more. Amen. At 5.30 at Southeast, um, there will be AYS, sorry, AYS for the youth. Um, this is for our Allegheny West Conference. They have their basketball game tonight, our championship game. Our PD team will be participating. Um, that starts at 8 p.m. at the, <laughs> at the um, Neo. Is that what you were trying to say? Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, at the Neo Sportsplex, they're playing Ephesus. 
Um, so that's going to be at 8 p.m. And all of our youth, we want to invite you to come out to Southeast for AYS at 5.30. So look forward to seeing you there. Um, come cheer on our, our team. Amen. We're praying for that W. Amen. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to announce that Dolores Emanuel um, has passed. And her daughter is Paula Alexander. Um, the viewing is this Tuesday at Lucas, Lucas Memorial in Garfield. Um, the funeral is April 15th in San, San Antonio, Texas. So we want to invite you to continue to keep the family in your prayers. Again, that's Deloria, Dolores Emanuel. Sister Emanuel has passed. And we want to invite you to continue to keep the family in your prayers, please. The viewing is this Tuesday at Lucas Memorial in Garfield. Funerals April 15th, but it is in San Antonio, Texas. Have you been blessed today? I'm going to invite you to stand. Father God, we thank you so much just for all that you've done for us. God, we think that we ask that you would go with us. God, we ask that you would be with our basketball team tonight. Um, God, that you would give all the teams that are coming from near and far, that you would give them safe traveling mercies. God, that you would bring, be with us until we come back again. God, that you would help us to experience your Sabbath in all of its fullness and all of its joy. In your precious name we do pray. Amen.